Hi, and welcome to Filled with His Love. By the time this episode airs, my wife and I will have been in Tahiti for several weeks. In future episodes, I'll describe in greater detail how the church has grown in Tahiti. But just to give you a brief taste, Addison Pratt, a relative of Parley P. Pratt, arrived in Tahiti in 1844 and began preaching the gospel. This was the first mission to a people who did not speak English. So the church spread to Tahiti three years before the saints reached the Salt Lake Valley. With a current population of 300,000, there are now 30,000 members of the church in French Polynesia. To put that in perspective, that's more than twice the number of members in Denmark, Norway, and Sweden combined. Of all the marvelous prophetic utterances of the prophet Joseph, one of my favorites has been the standard of truth. I had always thought that this amazing prophecy was written at the end of the Wentworth letter, but it actually came just before Joseph wrote the Articles of Faith in the end of the Wentworth letter. If you haven't read the entire Wentworth letter, I encourage you to do so. You can find it online under the church essays. We always think of it as the Articles of Faith, but prior to laying out our beliefs in the Articles of Faith, Joseph recounted the history of the church to that point. It reads much like his own personal history in the Pearl of Great Price. You likely remember the words of the standard of truth. The standard of truth has been erected. No unhallowed hand can stop the work from progressing. Persecutions may rage, mobs may combine, armies may assemble. Calumny may defame, but the truth of God will go forth boldly, nobly, and independent till it has penetrated every continent, visited every clime, swept every country, and sounded in every ear till the purposes of God shall be accomplished, and the great Jehovah shall say, The work is done. I have always loved those words. When I was serving in the Sunday school, I wanted to use these words in training I gave throughout the world. So with some work, I might say, I memorized the standard of truth in English, then in Spanish, and then in French. I remember once as I recited the verse in Venezuela, a brother in the audience maybe in his 30s or early 40s, mouthed every word with me. He had likely memorized the verse when he was serving as a missionary, but he had kept it fresh in his mind. The words seemed to mean as much to him as they did to me. So of the Wentworth letter, Elder B. H. Roberts, who lived from 1857 to 1933, he was serving in the First Council of Seventy when he wrote, Quote, the letter, the Wentworth letter, basically, is one of the choicest documents in our church literature, as also it is the earliest published document by the prophet personally. For combining conciseness of statement with comprehensiveness of treatment of the subject with which it deals, it has few equals among historical documents, and certainly none that excel it in our church literature. This is a very complimentary statement uh, about the Wentworth letter, but I think it's absolutely true. This is a treasure in church literature and church history. So here are a few excerpts from the beginning of the Wentworth letter that culminate with the standard of truth, just to show you what the prophet said before he actually uttered those words of the standard of truth. Quote, in the situation before alluded to, 
We arrived in the state of Illinois in 1839, where we found a hospitable people with a friendly home, a people who were willing to be governed by the principles of law and humanity. We have commenced to build a city called Nauvoo in Hancock County. We number from six to 8,000 here, besides vast numbers of the county all, ra- all around and in almost every county of the state. We have a city charter granted us and a charter for a military legion, the troops of which now number 1,500. We have also a charter for a university, for an agricultural and manufacturing society. We have our own laws and administrators and possess all the privileges that other free and enlightened citizens enjoy. Persecution has not stopped the progress of truth, but has only added fuel to the flame. It has spread with increasing rapidity. Proud of the cause which they have espoused and conscious of our innocence and of the truth of their system, amidst calumny and reproach, calumny, by the way, is slander, have the elders of the church gone forth and planted the gospel in almost every state in the Union. It has penetrated our cities. It has spread over our villages and has caused thousands of our intelligent, noble, and patriotic citizens to obey its divine mandates and be governed by its sacred truths. It has also spread into England, Ireland, Scotland, and Wales, where in the year 1840, a few of our missionaries were sent, and over 5,000 joined the standard of truth. There are numbers now joining in every land. Our missionaries are going forth to different nations, and in Germany, Palestine, New Holland, Australia, the East Indies, and other places, the standard of truth has been erected. No unhallowed hand can stop the work from progressing. Persecutions may rage, mobs may combine, armies may assemble, calumny may defame, but the truth of God will go forth boldly, nobly, and independent, till it has penetrated every continent visited every clime, swept every country, and sounded in every ear, till the purposes of God shall be accomplished, and the great Jehovah shall say, The work is done. So that was a bit of the context that the standard of truth was given in, recounting the persecutions that the saints had experienced, and also the early spreading of the gospel. After Joseph had written these words, he then penned the Articles of Faith, which have become touch points that we can all refer to as members of the Church when we want to explain the beliefs we hold dear. I say touch points because these very brief statements of belief connect us to each other and to the Church. They are so short and so all-inclusive. As do all missionaries, my wife and I feel we are, in a very small way, participating in that prophecy. Joseph wrote the Standard of Truth in 1842. Then in 1844, Addison Pratt landed in French Polynesia and began learning the Tahitian language so he could preach the gospel to these great people. And now in 2024, here we are in Tahiti, trying to extend the work that Addison Pratt began 180 years ago. If you have not ever tried memorizing the Standard of Truth, I invite you to try it. Uh, These words have such great power, and also they gain power as the years go by, because the Church has spread in such miraculous ways throughout the whole world. And that spreading of the gospel 
is a direct answer, a direct evidence of the veracity of that prophecy by the prophet Joseph so, so many years ago. So I hope you enjoyed listening, and I look forward to seeing you next time.